Welcome to Startup Confidential, what industry insiders will never tell you that you need to know if you're building a consumer brand. With your host, best-selling author of Ramping Your Brand, Dr. James Richardson. Let's do this. Welcome to Episode 72. Stop staring at your laptop and do this. So look, there are uh, two young founders I know right now driving the southwest and southeast of the United States in wrapped vans and demoing the shit out of their early territorial winds. In some cases, sampling right out of the van. They even sleep in the vans to save money. Yes, they invested their seed money in mini camper vans, forcing them to be in the field close to the consumer, the customer, and everybody. Apparently, they even sleep in the vans enough to require pest control and regular detailing. I'm not going to name them because it doesn't really matter for my point in this episode and they didn't give me permission. And I haven't even eaten their product either. And I don't want to seem like I'm endorsing this or that brand because my LinkedIn inbox might blow up. And then I'd get super cranky. Look, I once had a conversation with a rich founder who was doing it alone from his comfy desk in his lovely fancy home somewhere on the West Coast in a city that shall not be named. When I suggested that he had to do something to build awareness inexpensively and that he should sample the hell out of his product locally, at least, to generate traction, his response was, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Let us break down this mental trap, shall we? I. I equals our hero's primary dumb assumption. That you can build a brand solo in CPG with some part-time help. Like I've built my one-man consulting business on LinkedIn. Sorry, no. Just no. Fuck no. No. Don't want. Don't want equals... So even when you're rich, like this individual, guess what? When you're in phase one, you don't have the luxury of choosing the growth levers you want to pull based on your bum knee, your lack of social skills, or in this case, your obscene level of entitlement to a sweat-free growth curve. Do. Do equals look. Execution is everything in growing businesses. It's 99% execution, 1% strategy. Doing is all there is to do. You never hire a strategy expert into your company for any full-time role in an early stage business, especially COO. You don't want people like me inside your company, for God's sakes. But see, our rich hero dude doesn't have an analytical bias issue preventing execution. That might be solvable. Oh no, he's just not motivated at all. He's middle-aged and rich. Hence all that doing. That sounds terribly exhausting and annoying and something for young people. That. That equals IS tactics. Avoiding them. Ah, because they make us feel uncomfortable. We all do this. There's always one tactic we know might be worth it and we just don't like it. The that in question might take too long to work or we don't think we'd be good at it. It could be something simple, like sampling furiously at local festivals or events. It could be something sophisticated, like boosting our negotiation skills to renegotiate shelf advantage at the following year's category review at Kroger. Hmm? Don't be like my wealthy hero, the startup hobbyist who wants to scale alone with minimal effort and heavy application of keyboard tapping. When you hear yourself say, I don't want to do that the next time, 
ask yourself these questions. Three. One, am I saying this because I'd prefer to tap out laptop messages to the universe rather than actually do something? Two, am I just afraid I'd screw it up? Three, do I know it won't work for my brand given its current situation, or am I consumed with temporary pessimism and fear? I can't tell you how many folks could have experienced skate ramp growth had they had a broader, more exhaustive view of the possible tactics to drive rapid awareness inside their niche audience. Instead, they scaled in a B2B model that gets tiring and frustrating after 10 years. Trust me, anything that keeps you stuck at your laptop beyond financial analysis should be networking to build your professional brand or to get in front of investors years before you need to ask for money. Otherwise, the early years require you to get out of the office, close the laptop, and interact with consumers and basically every stakeholder you can imagine, especially store managers. Hiding behind a keyboard by yourself is guaranteed to keep your growth rate geometric in most cases. Now that may be fine with you, and if so, great. If not, close the laptop and get out into the world. That's all, folks. Be safe out there. Thanks for listening. Remember, Dr. Richardson has loads of resources for founders at premiumgrowthsolutions.com. And when you're on his site, don't forget to take his founder's quiz and see if you're ready to ride the skate ramp of exponential growth.